Welcome to the Interesting People Podcast. I'm Britt. I'm Stina. And we are back at our regular two-week intervals. Finally. I'm very proud of ourselves for that. Yeah, two times in a row. I know. This is a... We're killing it. Yes. Um, so we have today um, a quote from my classroom now that school is back underway. I have more classroom stories. Thank God. And I teach freshmen, so they're especially fun. Ugh. Um, <laughs> they, sm- they tend to smell. Um, we have a... We have a story of us oh. uh, trying something new. Yeah. And mostly okay. I mean, you know. it, it went okay. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, Stina's got an interesting person for us. Because of course. So to kick that all off, we have an ad read. Yes. Ahem. <clears throat> <clears throat> and pardon my voice, I am recovering from being sick because school started. Did you know that? <laughs> because school. Yep. All right. <clears throat> are you sick and tired of the so-called heroes of history? All we hear about nowadays are the great people of the past. We should not have to suffer through this. Those people did terrible things. Did you know that Martin Luther King Jr. had tons of affairs? And that Gandhi slept naked next to naked female relatives to prove how celibate he was? And that Thomas Edison basically stole every invention idea ever? And that Patrick Henry, that's the guy who said, give me liberty or give me death, locked his mentally ill wife in their basement for the last few years of her life. These heroes are not that at all. They all had flaws, and for that we cannot praise their accomplishments. Anyone who is remembered for something great must be perfect, otherwise we must hate them. If this all resonates with you, go to can'tseetheheroesfortheirflaws.com and check out more of my feelings. Just out of curiosity. Yeah. Did you proof this one before you uh, yeah. picked it? Yeah. Well, um, I, okay, well, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I saw that there was history, and I just kind of went with it. Now yeah. that I read it, um, uh, he might, uh, this, this guy might be a little uh, around the bend. All right. Well, uh, if you're interested, feel free to check out the website. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we appreciate all of our sponsors. <laughs> whether or not we agree with their opinions. Yes, yes, yes. All uh, right. Yeah. Um, speaking of opinions that we don't think are true. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the perfect segments. <laughs> I love it. Um, yes, so my interesting, or my my quote of the week. Sure. Um, I have a student, I have a lot of students who are freshmen and because it's the beginning of the school year, they just wanted to push boundaries a little bit. Oh, of course. Um, and now that I'm a second-year teacher, woo, I'm a little more prepared for that. Um, this ain't your first rodeo. Right. So I have one student who, we are, they're working in groups last week, um, and he's very, very smart and doesn't need a whole lot of help. But he called me over, and he was like, Miss Worley, Miss Worley. So I was like, one second, and came over, and I said, what's up? And he was like, I figured it out. I was like, you figured what out? And he flips his computer around, his laptop around, and in the search bar it says, who caused 9-11? And it's an image search that all shows pictures of John Cena. <coughs> and he's like, there you have it, Miss Worley. We figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> and of course I rolled my eyes because like changing the content of the search bar to something unrelated to the search previous to it. Right. It's something that I have known how to do my entire life. Yeah, this well, since, you know, since Google came. Since around. Google came. Yes. But I laughed and carried on. And then he called me over again. And I was like, 
genuinely my mistake genuinely thought he needed help came over again and he says miss can i share with you my religion and before i can reply he flips his computer screen around and this time the search bar says what is the one true religion and the images are all images of the cartoon network show jimmy neutron At which point I replied, I'm so glad that you have such an interesting religion and I would love to hear about it. How about not when we're supposed to be working in small groups on writing a story? Right. But, oh my gosh. (laughs) Yes. So, that particular student um, has been an an exceptional boundary pusher. Oh, good. So, there's already been a couple meetings where we're like, we understand that may have been a joke. If you joke like that again, your parents will be involved. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so, uh, but that's been fun. And this week I also had my first student kicked out for the school year. Yay. Which. Super fun. Usually I think teachers are like, my first of my career, and they hope it's not their first year. Mine is like the first of the week <laughs> or the month so this is the first of the school year we made it two yeah. weeks yeah um and someone was on their phone and at two weeks in i feel like i shouldn't have to constantly remind people to be not on their phone well not constantly like you know maybe like every every 15 minutes right five minutes right you know but like this is roughly the point where we start to get serious about it if you've right. been in school for two weeks you should get used to it right 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 um and so i had a student who ignored me of course gave like one warning before the bell and her thing is always the bell didn't ring yet so i don't have to do what you say so i waited and then the bell rang and i gave her another warning and reminder to put her phone away and get to work and she ignored me so then i called her by name and she didn't even look at me and at that point the rest of the class is like staring at her there was another teacher in the room who had come in to grab some supplies is like looking at her and I was like totally cool last period of the day <laughs> I don't care if you get your phone taken away for the next 30 minutes right so I called the office so they brought somebody up to get her phone well she heard me calling the office and she's got her computer out without saying anything to me of course and the guy came to get it and I was like all right please send your phone over and she was like oh hell no I'm not handing my phone over and I said all right and the guy was gonna like sit down and reason with her and I was like no <laughs> <laughs> no, it's cool. I was like, we're studying for a test today, so stay here, study, and give up your phone, or you can just leave with your phone. <laughs> and so she left class, <laughs> and she passed the test, so apparently oh, so it clearly, was fine. Right. But whatever. Yeah. I can't even imagine. Like, I was I was such a goody two-shoes. I mean, I still am. But, you know, in school, high school context, right. I can't even, like fathom no like when i got called by name by a teacher especially if i knew i was doing something wrong i like got so flustered yeah and like was on the verge of tears oh yeah that i can't imagine like a teacher calling me out by name and just blatantly ignoring them right and then just leaving because of your phone well i mean she went into detention well that's what i mean it's like but yeah to like i mean the parents get notified right like I just can't I can't like I the 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 little nerdy perfect child in me is just aghast because like why I know when, that, I mean that was you too that's why you're a teacher now it's because you love school so much you decided to live there yes. forever no that's not why I'm a teacher well no but I'm but I also I mean I did not 
I got embarrassed when I got called out, but on the other hand, I also was incredibly aware of my teachers who were unfair. Well, yes, and that's true. those teachers, I did not mind talking back to. That's true. Um, and for a lot of the students that I see, most of they see the most of their teachers as being unfair because they don't right. get the help they need. Right. So they're just constantly on the defensive. Yeah. And on the offense, and it's so I don't take it personally mm-hmm. when they have attitude with me. Of course. So that same student, I like said I was waiting at the door because we're supposed to monitor the hallways, so we right. stand at the door before class starts. And she came in, and I was like, hi! And she was like, ugh, why are you so happy today? And I was like, hi. I'm so sorry I offended you. So sorry. With I'm my s- greeting. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's not me. No, no. I think, and that's my last hour class, so it's like. Also, they're teenagers. And they're teenagers. Life is hard. Life's so hard. It's so, gosh, just the feelings. I know. We oh. asked them to write about, I asked them to write about the person who has influenced them the most. And... Um, in another class, they had to write... Oh, and then for another assignment, they write it about something that makes people feel devastated or something that made them feel devastated because devastation is one of our vocabulary words. Mm-hmm. And to read about such a wider range of, like, I was devastated when my boyfriend cheated on me mm-hmm. to I was devastated when my grandpa died and I couldn't go to his funeral. Yeah. I was devastated when my best friend passed away last week. Yeah. And they're all anonymous. I can go back and look at the names, but I didn't... Um, because the students don't know that they're not anonymous, and I felt bad. Right, right, um, that's fair. But just to read such a wide range of, like, what students are dealing with every day, mm-hmm. I'm not surprised at the amount of sarcasm or sass <laughs> or funny memes and pictures I have to look at. <laughs> and nicknames. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, that was what I, I think struck me, especially, like, when I got to college, is then I realized that my professors were, like, actual people as well mm-hmm. and like sometimes just they were in a bad mood because life is hard yeah. and like and life is really annoying and it's easy to forget that people outside of you have issues right um and well, especially my, when you're a teenager i mean that's part yeah. of the developmental process is that you're still very egotistical yeah like that's just, oh yeah that's just how it is well we had that conversation in my class and it was at the beginning of the year because i was asking what their expectations were of teachers mm. and between two of my classes I, we had that conversation in two different peri- in all three of the periods, but two of them were incredibly split. Mm-hmm. Where one class, which is mostly um, like juniors, there's less freshmen in the class, and the freshmen who are in there are a little more mature. Right. Um, and their thing was like, we just want our teachers to be real people. Okay. Like, you know, who if they accidentally swear aren't going to be like <laughs> like it happens. If right. They come right. To, to school and they're upset. Like, they'll just be like, hey, I'm having a bad day. Let's get our stuff done. Yeah. And the other students were like, our teachers should always be happy. Oh, and we don't want to know what's going on in their lives. And I was like, that's, sim- like, I can't make that promise to you. That's not right. possible. Right. Like, when I have a migraine or I have a really bad cold, like, yeah. I just want to put my head down and sleep. I'm not going to be happy. Right. I'll still teach you <laughs> and do my best. Right. But- well, because you're, you're a human. Right. And so, but it's just so interesting that, like, that class, which was mostly freshmen, was like, no, our teachers should just be in a great mood all the time. Ugh. If you're sick, don't come to work. And I'm like, you're what? so funny. What? <laughs> what? Um, whereas what? the kids who are a little older, a little more mature. Yeah. And have dealt with some bad teachers in the past or like just right. be like a person and yeah like, treat us like people yeah that's a big one yeah yeah so but we've also talked a lot this year with my students about like if you want your teachers to respect you you have to show them some respect yeah 
and they're like, that's like they revolutionary. Like that. I know. <laughs> yeah, we even have that with like because we do like clinical notes and stuff, and the first part of our clinical note is just like commenting just how the person was and like if they're tired or if they're in a good mood or if they came in on time or like what. Right. Because you have to remember that like, hey, if their like dog died, like they might not do as well in a session right. because they might be distracted or you know right. or they have a cold and their voice doesn't sound good like mine. Like. There's all kinds of things. Right. And well, we talked about that last weekend. My cousin ended up in the emergency room. Oh, yeah. And one of the things that the doctor suggested was wrong with him was that he might be autistic, which right. had nothing to do with why he was there. Right. Which and we both were like, well, of course he's acting differently. He's three, and it's first, his first time overnight in the hospital. Yeah, he's terrified, <laughs> and his tummy hurts because he hasn't poked in Right, weeks. and he was in the hospital because he was constipated, and yeah. so he felt miserable, and we're like... Why would you make that judgment right. at seeing somebody at their worst? Right. It's, uh, yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, the school year is starting out good. I have That's good. some fun groups of students, <laughs> and but we changed the curriculum a lot, and so it's a lot of trying to get them to buy into right. what changed, um, which has been interesting. I told students, I was like, if you want a boring worksheet you get points for, we'll do that. Or... Just read the news article I sent you this week. Like, <laughs> and then we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Yep. And if you it. don't do it, you don't lose points. And they right. were like, oh, yeah, that does sound better. I was like, I don't uh-huh. know. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So. Now you just got to work on that uh, Jimmy Neutron kid. Yeah. Slash John Cena. Yeah. Yeah. That might just be a call home. <laughs> There's some kids Did that Did you know that your son has converted to Jimmy Neutron? Like, he's I, so confused. Right. He also claims to be a communist. Right. And a Nazi. Which are not the... Not compatible, we'll say. Right. Because they are follows the church of Jimmy Neutron. Yeah, boy. who he's just... He's... You know what he's doing? I think he's finding himself, Brittany. Oh, he is. Yeah. He's yep. finding who he is. Yep. <laughs> it's okay. I handed him a copy of the first book of the series of Unfortunate Events, and I'm yes. hoping that that will steer him in the correct direction. <laughs> steer him in a different direction. And definitely the correct one because they're great books. They're such good books. And you could. You I told them I was like, "You are so funny and so sarcastic, That's and true, you love yeah. dark humor. That you need to it. read this book. <laughs> That'd be perfect. Be perfect. So, all right. Well, thanks for updating uh, us on your school. I I expect quotes every podcast. I as there per probably usual. will be some. Okay, because uh, Lord knows that you've got uh, enough fodder. There was one more quote that was my quote this week, oh. and I told you guys when we were playing video games the other night, and you guys were like, you did not say that. I don't remember. You don't remember? I, no. Okay, so this is a quote that I've heard my mom say, I just remembered, um, and didn't even think about the context of which I was saying it. I and remember we now. <laughs> we were talking about homework, or what we had to do for class that day, and mm-hmm. I had a ton of stuff to do, so I, like, written on the board on our agenda. Mm-hmm. And the kids were still talking and wouldn't quiet down. And finally, I was like, you know what, you guys? We got to just bang all this stuff out. We just got to bang it out and get through it. And one kid was like, we got to bang it out. And I was like, shoot. You and like, dawned on me. full of teenagers. What I just said, yes, to a room full of teenagers. <laughs> and so I owned it. And I was like, yep, we just got to bang it out. That's what we're yep. doing today. So you said it more. I just repeated it three more times. Oh, my God. Until you everybody broke. got the giggles out. And then we carried on. So <laughs> You broke. <laughs> I did. She's like, nope, I'm stuck like this now. No, because if an adult says something. Yeah. If they say it once and you can embarrass them, then, like, well, that's the true. teenager's one. If the adult owns it, 
they in turn embarrass you. And That's so I true. just was like, I'm going to make say it so many times, it's not even cool anymore. <laughs> She'll walk in like, okay, guys, let's bang it out. <laughs> so that was your... <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, we teased you. We're like, how could you say that? Uh, you just forget. It, it's true. It's Summer true. brain, you forget who the, your audience is. Yes. That's the big thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of... Um, Summer brain. Uh, so summer brain is lazy. That's that's where I'm making the segue. So follow okay. me here. I'll follow. Uh, so we have had visitors the last couple weekends, different family members, yes. and which has been, been so much fun, super fun. Um, but it's thrown off our schedule a little bit because on Sundays we go to church, and then in the afternoon we do grocery shopping, and that's what we do. So Labor Day weekend, or at least Saturday, or at least Saturday. I know Sunday is going to be that's true. busy. I don't know. We some at some point. Well, so it's Labor Day weekend, and you know, Sunday we still had family over, and then Monday was like the first day that we had back to ourselves. And, and that weekend, your sister, yeah, who is special needs, yep. stayed at our apartment. And your brother, who's y- 12, yes, stayed here. And they're both delights, but that meant we had like no time to get anything done. No, and they both are, <laughs> neither of them are self reliant. No. <laughs> your brother didn't have his iPod for the weekend. So right. he was constantly looking for entertainment, and yep. your sister—that's her everyday she, existence. Yeah, she's just needy. They're just five, and we enjoyed it. <laughs> but they left on Sunday, and we were like, "So we're gonna stare at walls for a couple hours." Yeah, I think I. Yeah, I had a whole to-do list for Sunday. I didn't touch it because I was so exhausted. I took right. a nap. Right. <laughs> I was so tired. So then on Monday, we were supposed to go to the grocery store. Yep. And I had to do laundry, and I had a list. Both of us had lists of stuff to get done. Tons of stuff to get done. <laughs> and we had committed to playing games in the afternoon. Because that's who we are. Right. We have priorities. <laughs> so I realized on Monday that I had seen an ad for Hy-Vee, which is a gro- local grocery store. Which is great. They're um, online grocery ordering, and you can get the groceries either to pick up at the store or delivered. Which is the future. So I looked into it, and if you spend $100, you get free delivery to your house. And that's not hard. Which, no, for between the two of us, we buy a lot of fresh food. Yeah. Which you found out this weekend is very expensive. So mad. Spent $22 on apples. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. They're really good, but at what cost? I know. <laughs> um, it's not hard. And so right. we went ahead and ordered groceries on Monday to be delivered yep. Tuesday. We were like, we have enough cereal... We had and enough pretzels I, left over to feed ourselves. Right. We had like chicken in the freezer and like noodles and yes. like some some fruit. And we're like, okay, that's fine. We can make it through Monday. We had to make mac and cheese without butter. That that was sad. But right. other than that, that was sad. We were okay. But we remedied that situation. We did. We did. So we ordered groceries. We got to ninety nine dollars, and I added something. I don't know what. I got over a hundred. Something. Um, yeah. Probably chocolate chips. <laughs> and then which we ate. Um. um. <laughs> So the groceries came while I <coughs> was still at work. You were home on Tuesday. Yes. Um, so I came home from work, and Sina told me our groceries came. And I was like, oh, good. I tried to come home because it was going to be between 4 and 5, and I tried to come home as soon as I could to help with groceries. But Christina already had everything unpacked, unloaded, and in the fridge. And then she said, close your eyes. <laughs> I'm very dramatic. And so Stina proceeds to pull out and show me the largest tub of country crack butter I have ever seen in my it, life. It is literally the size of a human head. Like, that's yes. not an exaggeration at no, all. No, it probably weighs more than It a probably weighs head. more, but it's the size of a head. Yeah, so it's like five inch by five inch. It's huge. Cube of country <laughs> of crack butter. 
<laughs> we uh, usually Maybe don't, closer to six inches. We usually don't buy that. We buy the small little tub that fits in the the refrigerator door, like right. normal people. But online, it was hard to tell what size it was, yeah. and so I accidentally ordered a massive container of country crock. <laughs> Only seven dollars. It's one of the other reasons we didn't notice. This no. was such a good price. <laughs> and then I ordered two apples. Two apples exactly. Apparently, instead of like two pounds, or I don't know what you were going right. for there. I don't know. I couldn't remember how much an apple weighed, and it was by weight. Oh well, okay. Well, that's just not fair. Right. I was like, I want a bag of apples. I don't know. Give me a bag. <laughs> and that wasn't an option. So, yeah. so it mostly worked out. Um, we have butter till the end of time. Well, then, so I now I have to bake some more. You and I've to, been using yeah. that tub of butter and like the tablespoon measuring <laughs> and like scooping butter out <laughs> by the spoonful because we have so much. It butter. also says it expires in November, right? Which is not true because country crock never expires. That well, not for a while. Not in a technic- month. Well, no. We've got a couple months, but we're going to have... You're going to have to bake a lot. You're going to have to stress bake. I know. A lot. I know. You baked today. I did. Of. Well, sort of. You did the no-bake thing, but that's baking. It's fine. It's fine. And we made... Well, we made a whole box of pancake mix <coughs> yesterday, which sadly required no butter. I know. That was, that was sad. A little disappointing. And we ran out of milk. Well, no. We didn't run out of milk. We used exactly the amount of milk we had. Five cups of milk. <laughs> For a box of pancake mix <laughs> and four eggs. We were having friends over. That's <laughs> fun. Um, but delicious. yeah, so our, our online ordering was was a success. I mean, yes, we got groceries and didn't leave the house for them. Right. And I got we had enough food to make it through. Be in my pajamas all day that day. Yes, and we got a lot of work done. Yeah. And then played games. Yeah, it yeah. was a good day. And we didn't have to leave the house. And then this weekend, we actually made it to the grocery store. <laughs> like normal people. And bought adequate amounts of food. <laughs> We have so much. Well, we also have, like, because we had some friends over, we have, like, a lot of fruit. We have, like, a lot of leftovers. So now we right. have, we have um, those to plow through and a tub of butter, which is the size I told of all my coworkers head. I'll share with them if they need butter. I'll it's just divvy it up. I'm going to start, like, going door to door and be like, does anyone need butter? <laughs> Tell all of your friends that live in our apartment complex. Yeah. Please. Please. If you ever need to borrow butter, we got you covered. We have so much butter. <laughs> Oh my gosh. And, and but you know what's great is that it's the space saver tub. It is. It's a space saver tub. But it takes up so much more room than the, you know, tiny little tub that we're using. So true. <laughs> to like make we had to make a new spot in the refrigerator. Can we trade it with like a family of eight that would actually use it? Yeah. Like we'll take their tiny butter. Right. Right. <laughs> make it an even trade. Yeah. Like There's a family downstairs. We could we could maybe see if oh they need butter. Well, that was our escapades. Uh, apparently, ordering groceries online is, like, a thing that happens. Um, well, and just, we've talked about this before on the podcast. It's just amazing what all you can do online. Without ever leaving your house. And not leave your house. So, on Friday, then, yeah. my sister called me on our way oh, home yeah. from school. And my mom, she lives with my mom, and my mom was out of town all week. And my sister is doing wedding planning and is freaking out. Rightfully so. Rightfully so. It's stressful. And so I just texted her and asked how it was going, and then she called me when she got in the car, and she was like, and I know the only reason I'm freaking out right now is because I'm hungry, because I didn't eat lunch today. And so I'm like, all right, what do you want on your pizza? And so from my phone, I ordered pizza to be delivered to my sister in Wisconsin. Yep. I, like, texted her and told her how much to tip, and then Domino's has an awesome pizza tracking app where it's it, like, great. updates. 
And so she was like, do I have time to shower? And I was like, you sure do. Jerome, just put your pizza in the oven. <laughs> and so I was like, not only did we order groceries last week and not have to leave our house, I ordered my sister a pizza that was delivered in Wisconsin without leaving my apartment in Iowa. It's pretty great. It's so beautiful. And you almost ordered pizza for a friend in Michigan. I almost ordered. No, he, he declined. A pizza, yeah, for my friend in Michigan, but he told me I was trying too hard, so it's fine. <laughs> Next time. But Next time. I might make that a goal whenever I get the free pizzas from Domino's. To give it to someone? To just gift it. Oh, you're such a good person. I think that would be sweet. Michael, Plus, everybody loves free pizza. That's true. That's true. But, yeah, there's so many, like, on other podcasts I listen to, there's, like, one guy who just does not like human interaction if it's, necess- you know, That's just fair. doesn't like it. And so there's some apps that you can order groceries through. I don't remember mm-hmm. what they are. Um, but he's, like, the, he puts in the instructions to leave the bags on the porch and then leave. <laughs> <laughs> don't talk to me. Don't don't knock on the door. That's don't, so like, funny. wait for Don't wait for him. Just, just leave him there and go. That's so funny. It's a little sketchy. Well, my friend who's a dietitian was saying that it would be nice for... Um, the patients that she has that can't physically leave their house, yeah, that they could order groceries um, to their home and get then healthier food yeah. as long as they could track the nutrition value. Mm-hmm. Um, and if they order the same thing consistently every week, it's really easy to like copy the order, yeah, um, and have it delivered, and then they can keep on their diet better. Right. And she was like, I have to look into that for them. Yeah. That would be a good deal for the yeah. people like that too. Yeah. So There's, the future is wild. It is. It's also hard. It's very complicated. It is. It's a lot of like robots and computers we're talking to. Yeah. My brother was saying he doesn't here. like my car when he was here last weekend. Why? Because <laughs> I drive a stick shift uh-huh. and I was complaining about the people who were in front of me. Oh, yeah. Driving really slowly uphill. Right. Because in general, cars <laughs> are not made to go under 20 miles per hour. Right. And stick shift cars are definitely not made to sit at 10 miles an hour driving uphill. Right. No. Definitely and my not. car sounded awful. And I was, like, Your muttering car. under my breath about these stupid <laughs> idiot drivers who can't drive a decent speed on a hill. Right. My brother was like, I never want to drive this car. And I was like, no, it's a great car. It but just, <laughs> you have to do a little more work. Right. And the people around you need to be better at driving. Right. But... He's used to, you know, automatic transmission. And I mean, you make it sound like we're not used to it. I'm not anymore. I well, hate now driving your car now. It's so weird. I've had this car for almost a year, and I, I'm bored when I drive your car. <laughs> That's so weird. My left foot is bored. My right <laughs> hand doesn't know what to do. I'm, like, dancing in the car because I've got nothing else to do. So weird. So I know. Weird. Next thing you know, you're going to want, like, the roll-up windows. Right. Just just because it's not interesting enough to hold a button down. Right. <laughs> I will always want air conditioning in my car, though. Yes. That's a must. And the uh, heated vents for the windows. Yes. Yeah. Stupid fogged up windows every morning. <clears throat> Can't do it. Speaking of which, you don't hear the rocket because the temperature has finally somewhat normalized. And so we have the windows open. True. It's been really nice. It's been so And nice. at night, it's been really nice Oh, out. it's been so cold. So. Cool. Blech. And the pretty shady i've been in the hammock a lot yes you set up a hammock on our porch i did which is hysterical but also really endearing we had like a table and chairs out there but we didn't really use them not really it was also because it was was so so hot hot. (laughs) so i moved them and set up a hammock instead yeah and it's great have you sat in it yet i don't know if i've gotten to it you should 
Because whenever I think about it, you're in it, and I'm just like, oh, I could I could just go nap in my bed. That's true. So It is a two-person hammock, though. It, it's well then. <laughs> it's up, up to 500 pounds. I think we're good. We're, we're under that. <laughs> Definitely under by that. By a bit. Yes. So. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, to wrap up this little shindig, um, I have an interesting person, and I am betting that no one has heard of her, but I have. Because How much are you betting? Uh, well, I'm going to bet you, like, all my money, because I know, <laughs> I know you very well. <laughs> That's rude. Well, it's, it's, not, it's not a common person. This is the story of, the, of America's first female police officer. You're right, I don't know that's <laughs> Okay, so... That was um, an accurate bet. <laughs> yes, I know. I know. So, this is uh, Marie Connolly Owens, who, incidentally, worked for the Chicago Police Department. Uh, so, go Chicago. Boop, boop. Great. So, she... But not today. Go Pack. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Sorry. Go, go Packers, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're not playing Chicago, but still, we don't like them right. today. Um so she um, had a, a bit of a bit of a rough, you know, rough start to life in that um, uh, she was the daughter of uh, immigrants from the Irish famine, you know, in the 1840s. Yep. Uh, you know, as happens. So she was born in 1853, uh, for reference. Um, she married what's called a gas fitter, and I could have looked that up, and I didn't. So I'm not sure what that is, but a gas fitter. Yeah, a gas fitter. I assume like it's something with gas. Yeah. I don't know if that's, like, a factory job or, like, gas lamps. No, it's, like, a plumber, but for gas lines. Ah, okay. There you go. Either way, they got married. Everything is great. They moved to Chicago. They had five children. And then her husband died of typhoid fever because that's what happened in the 1880s. Uh, So she was now widowed with five kids, and the youngest was, like, a toddler. So, um, and so she decided, well, got to go to work obviously um and she up until then she had she said she had never earned a penny in her life so um a lot of women uh for reference there was not a, there was basically like factory jobs there was being made there was obviously um jobs like prostitution you know that were unfortunately pretty common uh there wasn't a lot but um she actually uh was hired as what was called a sanitary inspector for chicago because that was just when they passed the ordinance prohibiting kids under 14 to be employed and so they hired five women as sanitary inspectors to check on stores and factories to make sure that they um they weren't hiring kids right and they hired women because uh they figured that um you know that was that was just that was just a role that women should have is dealing with kids (laughs) <laughs> you know, and um, so they did, and so that was her um, job. And uh, they <laughs> they said she had a reputation for zeal and effectiveness, uh, oh. and that she was passionate about removing illegally employed children from the workplaces, and actually tried to help support their families when she could. So she was great, um, and she also took it upon herself to track down deadbeat dads. You know. Because that's, you know, that's cool. That back then they were wife deserters, but, you know, deadbeat dads. Um, I like wife deserters better. Wife deserters are pretty fun. great. So the newly appointed chief of police, like, noticed her work for, she had been doing this for a few years. Um, and um, she had gone after the guys because she knew that a lot of kids who were working were working because they didn't have a lot of income at home. And so uh, the chief of police was like, you know what? We're going to hire you, which is a thing. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, they, but they made her a detective because she was tracking down guys. So she was a uh, sergeant number 97. Um, and she was detailed um, 
at first to the Board of Education, so child labor, truancy, education laws, all that stuff. Yeah. Um, she was basically doing a lot of the same stuff. She was in the slums a lot, um, but she was a novelty. Um, and um, um, and even though she, it was very clear that what she did was not the same thing as the men, she was, um, it was still reported, the, the Chicago Daily Tribune reported, they reassured its readers that, um, Marie Owens had lost none of her womanly attributes, and other detectives in the central office lift their hats when they chance to meet her. <laughs> so, uh, really don't funny. worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. She's not a man. She's just a woman who is also a police officer. Um, That's so funny. <laughs> and um, her uh, superior officer, Captain O'Brien, told uh, told the reporters that give me men like she is a woman, and we will have the model detective bureau of the whole world. Wow. So she was pretty great. Um, there was a few. Um, oh, <laughs> they at Chicago also um, adopted rules where all the cops had to pass a civil service exam, and she got a ninety nine percent. So just so you know, she was great. Um, and there were like a few women police officers that kind of like started sprinkling around, but she was like one of a kind for I think like the first fifteen years probably. Um, by nineteen fourteen, the total women police officers in the country there was four in los angeles five in seattle and then 25 in chicago wow <laughs> so uh chicago paving the way which is super fun um and uh so yeah so marie owens she worked she did her police work uh for 32 years she retired when she was 70 um and unfortunately she kind of got lost to history because there were other female police officers who like did speaking circuits and stuff um but uh she was still the first and she actually like her accomplishments were recently rediscovered um because there was a retired dea agent who his dad his father grandfather and great-grandfather were also chicago cops so he was like researching stuff and he found her um and um he was like oh my gosh this is great and so he's writing a book about her so be on the lookout for that but um, she's really cool, and um, um, she is paving the way. So yeah. that's awesome. That's my interesting person. Um, there is a little cartoon from the Chicago Tribune, which is uh, called Owen's Tales Deadbeat Dad from 1906, <laughs> uh, which is great. She's like peeking around the corner, and there's just this like guy just walking across the bridge, and it's like, oh, she's gonna get him. Like she'll get you. So yeah, so that's my interesting person. Were there? Do you know? Were there? Um, <coughs> Like, now we have laws so that you have to pay child support. Mm -hmm. Are those in place at oh, that point? no. <laughs> so what was she doing to them? I don't know. Like, if they weren't legally allowed, required to pay anything. I don't I know. Because I think her, like, that... I think hitting them with her purse. That's very possible. Um, <laughs> no, I think she was... Well, one of the things is that technically they were wife deserters, but they, they you didn't really divorce so legally they still had an obligation to their kids so okay. it's not like child support like in the right. divorced area they just like left um oh here's one of the things she turned them into the police that was a thing she did okay so there was uh there was um some law um so like child abandonment yeah i think would make sense then. yeah i think that that was uh that was how they uh how they got them um but uh she was um she was very famous and uh delight apparently they said she was very uh she had a good she, well let's see um she had a kind heart and a charitable nature so that's awesome yeah so that's my interesting person um yeah that's all i got for you Brett. that's all right okay <laughs> i think we're good all right uh and we will stick to our schedule yes 
all, of course. We're now two in a row. Doing great. Uh, we might be gone in a couple weeks, but that's fine. We'll figure it out. <laughs> Probably. We'll work on it. We'll work on it. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, have a great couple weeks. Enjoy the nice weather. And we will see you next time. Bye.